A reading now from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb, bringing the fragrant spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. They didn't know what to make of this. Suddenly, two men were standing beside them in gleaming bright clothing. The women were frightened and bowed their faces toward the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here, but has been raised. Remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the human one must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. When they returned from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Their words struck the apostles as nonsense, and they didn't believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. When he bent over to look inside, he saw only the linen cloth. Then he returned home, wondering what had happened. This past spring break, it dawned on me that I was perhaps the dumbest person ever born. We had gone out to see my grandma in Tribune, and we'd driven to Sharon Springs, and then we drove south through Tribune, and uh, we went by Gooch's, the grocery store, and I thought maybe there might be something my grandma might want us to bring her back into town. She can't drive herself anymore, and maybe we need to bring her back into town and get some groceries. And then we drove by the drugstore, and it occurred to me that maybe um, there might be something she needed to pick up there too. And, and then we drove, and we went over the railroad tracks, and I came to Highway 96 where there was a a stop sign, and as I was stopped there, I looked ahead and I could, see, I could see the Tribune Cemetery. And as I was thinking in my mind about things my grandma might need, I was reminded when I saw the cemetery, I was reminded that every time we've gone out there lately, my grandma has said, would you like to go to the cemetery and see your grandfather's grave? And I had not wanted to. And so I had always just answered her, no, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. As I was sitting there at the stop sign thinking about th places we might take my grandma since she no longer drives herself, it occurred to me slowly that I was the stupidest person ever born and that perhaps my grandma had not been asking if I wanted to go to the cemetery. Perhaps she had been saying that she wanted to go to the cemetery. So I said a quick prayer to the Holy Spirit, thanking the Holy Spirit for overcoming my stupidity. And we drove out and we visited my grandma and we told her, we told her after lunch, I said, do you want to go? I said, I think, I didn't ask her if she wanted to go. I'm picking up slowly. I said, I think I'd like to go by, by grandpa's grave. Could you come with me and make sure I I know where it is. And she said, sure. And she got in the car and Jenny and Elizabeth got in the car. And we went and we stood there at my grandpa's grave. It's Tribune, Kansas. So the wind is just horrific. And we're out there standing there and we're talking and found out grandma has a plot big enough. If any of you don't have a place to be buried, my grandma has extra room. Okay. 
It's a huge plot. There's, there's room for the entire, there's room for the entire family. But something there, I knew that I was supposed to be there. And as I left, I felt like I had done something that needed to be done. And as I've thought about it since, I've realized there's a hymn that talks about, it's talking about the Holy Spirit. It says, in the Spirit's lively scheming, there is always room to spare. And I'm not sure if the Spirit told me that maybe my grandma would like to go because my grandma needed to go, or if the Spirit told me that my grandma would like to go because the Spirit knew that was the best way to get me to go do something I need to do. Quite possibly, the Spirit was doing both things. I wouldn't put it pastor. But I left, I left with the feeling that I had done something that needed to be done. Some itch had been scratched, some need had been satisfied. I don't think that happened to Peter. I don't think that's the way Peter left the tomb on that first Easter morning. I think like me, he probably would have had a hard time saying exactly why he went. I mean, we read the Gospel of Luke and the, the women go to, to help prepare the body. The body's already in the tomb, but there's some things they need to do to, to give the body a proper burial. And they go to the tomb and they, and they get there and the tomb is empty. They encounter angels. They run back. They tell the apostles and Peter goes. So in the way the story is told, the, the given reason for Peter going is that he's heard the testimony of the women. But did you notice? I mean, there are still 11, 11 apostles left. 11 apostles were told that the tomb was empty. Only one of them, Peter, actually goes to the tomb. The rest see it as an idle tale, and they stay where they are. But Peter goes to the tomb, and I think if we had asked Peter that morning why he was going, I don't think he could have told us. But I think he left just as uncertain. We read that he went away in wonder. Some under other translations translate he left perplexed. He left troubled. He goes to the tomb and he sees the tomb is empty and this only, this only raises more questions. It doesn't, it doesn't provide any answers for him. And what Luke is telling us in the way this story is crafted is that the empty tomb is not enough. The fact that the tomb was empty doesn't, doesn't assure us that Jesus is raised from the dead. Now, I want you to hear me carefully on this point. I'm not saying that the tomb was, was not empty. I very much believe the tomb was empty. It's just that an empty tomb was not enough, was not enough for Peter to have faith. It wasn't enough for Peter to, to realize the resurrection. Knowing the fact of the empty tomb is not enough to base our faith on. Instead... Later on in the day, as it becomes clear, the faith of the apostles is built not on the fact that the tomb was empty, even when in like Peter's case they saw it for themselves. The faith of the apostles is based on the fact that they have encountered the risen Jesus. Jesus shows up. 
And in that, by his presence, they know that he is risen. Peter left the tomb perplexed, puzzled, with all the same problems he had had when he went. It's not until he encounters Jesus risen and alive that he understands the gospel, that he knows the good news. Jesus kept appearing to the apostles, to the disciples. He appeared to small groups. He appeared to large groups. He appeared at an evening meal. He appeared at breakfast. He shows up and they experience his presence and they know that he is risen. And at the end of 40 days, he ascends into heaven. And if you read the Bible, the Bible closely, you realize there's never a physical appearance of Jesus again. That's the end of it. Paul has an encounter with the risen Christ on the road to Damascus, but that just involves a, a bright light and a disembodied voice. And yet the church continues to grow and the church continues to grow because Jesus, as he promised, sent the Holy Spirit. Unlike the apostles, unlike, unlike the disciples of his time, we are unlikely to encounter the risen Christ in bodily form. Jesus isn't going to appear to us and tell us we can put his, our hand in his side or our finger in his hands. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can know indeed that Jesus Christ is risen. Some of you, I've talked to you, some of you have had those experiences. You've encountered Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. You've had those times when it's been quiet and you've known a peace that surpasses all understanding. Or you've had a time when everything appeared to be going wrong and everything kept going wrong, yet despite that fact, you still knew that God was with you. You've had those times when you've just known what you ought to do or when it's just been clear to you that this is the way to go. Or you've known in your heart that everything is going to be okay and that is an experience of the risen Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what allows us to have resurrection faith. That's what allows us to live into the kingdom that is to come. Not the facts that have been told to us, but the risen Christ who by the power of the Holy Spirit has been present with us. So if you've encountered the Holy Spirit before, keep putting yourself in the places where you can experience Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit again. Pl places of prayer, worship, scripture, communion, service to the poor and needy. The places where Jesus has promised that we will encounter him. And if you have not encountered the risen Christ, don't go and look among the empty tombs. Look for him in those places and trust that he will find you. Amen. <laughs>